Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Okay, here we go. Um, Mr. Hart reads again, and he will read from, or I will read from, The Prodigy, number eight, Hart's ABCs of Bible Rang. But I begin with a question. What good is the Bible to you if you do not understand the things therein. Let me say it this way. What good is the King James Bible for you if you do not understand the things therein? Having no understanding of Bible content, what good is the Bible to you What good is the Bible for you? I remind you again that uh, when I speak of the Bible, unless otherwise noted, um, I speak of the King James Bible, the AVB slash KJV authorized version slash, which is the same as the King James version or the King James Bible. So you have the AVB slash KJV, and you have the uh, King James Bible, all one and the same. But that is a very important question. Do you have a copy of the Bible in your house? Do you possess a copy of the Bible? Do you have a King James Bible uh, in your belongings? Do you? Now the next question, do you understand the things in it? Do you know what is in the King James Bible? Do you have understanding? Do you have knowledge of the content of the King James Bible? Very good questions because many people have the King James Bible in their possessions or their possession. Many do. Yet still, many do not understand the things that are in that book. The book itself says, get knowledge. The Many do not have knowledge of the things that are in the book. It says, get wisdom. Many do not have wisdom regarding the things that are in the King James Bible. It says, get understanding. Many do not have any understanding of the things that are in the King James Bible. Black people my people do not have understanding of the things that are in the King James Bible. That's an alarming statement. The average black person can say, or I will get from the average black person, uh, something like, Jesus died for my sins. Okay, 
That's a false statement. The character Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John did not die for any of my people's sins. The character Jesus in the AVB slash KJV is a fictional character, a fictitious character, a made-up character. Okay? So, but, but many black people will say that. It's like they don't know anything I, I hate to say anything else because that is not what the Bible teaches. The King James Bible does not teach that Jesus died for my sins or your sins. It shows in the fictional story that the character Jesus died for his own sin. Okay? And the dead do not rise. Okay? All right. So anyway, knowledge. Knowledge. Get wisdom. Get knowledge. Get understanding. Who do black people think they are fooling when they play church, they play Bible study? And who who do they think they are fooling? Like they know something. The black preachers preaching, huffing, puffing. Well, all of them do not huff and puff. Some do. Some don't. But not one of them understand or has any understanding or knowledge of Bible content. They teach, they preach what was given to our people during the time we were in enslaved. We were enslaved. Uh, my people... Uh, let's let's say it like this: The Gentiles deliberately gave black people a false faith, a false belief. Well, slaves could not read, and the slaves wanted to please their masters, so they acted as though they believed the false story. Of course, they did not know whether the story was false or not. Slaves did not have knowledge. I say that again. Slaves under the Gentiles did not have knowledge. They were not educated. They could not read. It was forbidden of them to even learn how to read. So how how could they have knowledge? And, of course, the Gentile captors are not going to give the slaves who they regarded as property any real knowledge. Okay, so time went on, and eventually slavery was outlawed in the nations of the Gentiles. And I'm speaking specifically about the USA and the U.K., all right. So slavery was outlawed. So how did, with what knowledge did the slaves come out of slavery with? What knowledge did they have? Answer, they had no knowledge. I say it again. Black people, the enslaved, came out of slavery having no knowledge. Why would Gentiles give uh, someone or somebody uh, who they didn't even regard as human beings any real knowledge? Okay. So they came out having no knowledge. So my people had to start from scratch, as they say. They first had to learn how to read. 
But in the course of doing that, they went out, you know, and started setting up up churches and preaching. Now, the question, what were the black people preaching when they came out of enslavement, when they came out of slavery, having no knowledge, what were they preaching? They were preaching the same things, the same lies their Gentile captors had given to them. Now, let's fast forward to the present day. My people still teach the false knowledge that was given to them as slaves. Come on. Is that a sign that my people have not learned any knowledge? And I speak with specificity to knowledge, to to Bible knowledge. You mean to tell me in America here and the UK that in more than 150 years, black people have not learned anything about the Bible at all? At all, they still hold to the teachings of the slave master. Now, these things which I speak are true. They are just as true as the sun shines in the day. Just as true. Wow, wow. So, what good is it in having the Bible or possessing a Bible when you have no knowledge of the things that are in that book? What good? It's not good at all. It's not good at all. Of a book that you know nothing of. And the thing about it, it seems my people don't even care whether the false teaching given to them is false or not. It seems they do not even care. So where are we today? Well, my people are still in captivity today. My people are still holding to the lies the Gentiles gave them or gave us uh, as slaves still in the land of the enemy, what has changed? Still deceived, still in the land of the enemy, the very book we are talking about, the Bible, King James Bible, teaches that the people that were scattered abroad in in Gentile nations have a name. And that name is Israel. And the long name is Israelites of Israel or Israelites. Israelites is the name, or Israelite is the name that the Bible calls the people who were scattered abroad by the Gentiles after they uh, took a portion that they didn't kill into captivity, called them Israelites. The Bible speaks of that. Do my people in America and UK call refer to themselves as Israelites? You may have a few here or there that do, but the most, but for the most part, they do not. And many of them go to church. But what I found out was this: this is an amazing realization, an amazing understanding an amazing finding out, uh, an amazing thing that has been found out. The black church does not teach truth with regard to Bible truth. 
the black church does not teach Bible truth. So you do not go to the black church to get Bible truth. Isn't that something? I'm pretty sure there are some blacks who go to church who think they are going to get the truth. Those same blacks do not know anything about Bible content. Because the black preacher does not teach Bible truth. He teaches or she teaches the lies that's been handed down, that were handed down to us uh, from when we were, you know, enslaved. It's time for black people to wake up. Now, the question remains, will they wake up? But let me, let me get to this, and then I must read. I want to read. So I talked about, uh, from the question, what good is the Bible, King James Bible, Bible, if you will, to you and for you if you have no understanding or no knowledge of the things therein? The answer is, as I said, no good. It is absolutely no good to have a to have a Bible in your possession, and you don't know any of the things, any of the things that are in that book. Now, okay, and I'm this is just going to be real quick because I must read, and this will be on the learned and the unlearned. So this is a, this descends directly from what I was first talking about. What good is the Bible if you don't understand it? Okay. On the, the learned and the unlearned. The book of Isaiah, chapter 29, verses 11 and 12, speaks of, number one, a book. It speaks about a book or it speaks of a book. That book is the Bible. Okay? It says that the book is sealed. Now, that's one. It speaks of a book. Then it speaks of one that is learned, having knowledge of the things that are in the book. That's the second one, one that is learning, learned. And number three, uh, that statement speaks about him or her that is not learned. Him or her, the person, if you will, that is unlearned. So Isaiah 29, verses 11 and 12 speak of three things. The book, the Bible, the learned the one that is learned, the one that has knowledge of things that are in the book, and three, the one who who has no knowledge of the things that are in the book, which is a better position to be in, that of the learned or that of the unlearned. How do you see yourself uh, with regard to this uh, passage that speaks of the book, one that is learned and one that is not learned? The learned, okay, the book, the learned, and the unlearned. Which would you prefer to be? The one that is one that is learned? Or one that is not learned, unlearned. Well, probably the average person would say, okay, I'd rather be the one that is learned. Probably just saying it, but he does nothing to learn of the things that are in the book. I know my black people play church as I alluded to earlier, they they play Bible school. 
they have all these ex, uh, excursions and trips and uh, meetings and all, <laughs> and none having any knowledge of the things in the book, and they are just as happy as they can be. And many of them will be honest enough to say, I have the Bible, I have a Bible, but I do not understand it. And many of those same people who uh, profess that will continue going to church and continue getting no knowledge or understanding of the things in the book, as though that does not matter. Okay, let's move on. Speaking of the learned and the unlearned, and you can see which one, which group you are in, uh, based on things that are in the book. For instance, John chapter one verse eleven says, "Well, let me bring you up to date on this." The King James Bible speaks of one that is to come, or one who is to come. Oh, it speaks throughout the Bible of one that is to come. And it tells you what he will do when he comes. All of that, the one to come and his uh, actions, what he should do when he comes, all of those things are spelled out in the King James Bible, all of them, it promises one to come, and it tells in great detail the things he will do when he comes. So when he comes, the things that he will do uh, will be signs of the promised one. Let's put it like that, the promised one. Now, the promised one has come. One of his duties is to bring forth truth and make that truth known uh, among his people and to his people. Now, if the people have been educated on the promised one, you know, knowing that, knowing and looking for him to come, and they had been educated in or they are knowledgeable of the things that he is to do, then they would receive him. Doesn't that make sense? But if, on the other hand, the people have not been informed of the promised one, they may have been misinformed on something else but they have not been informed of the promised one. They don't know what the promised one is expected to do. Therefore, what will reasonably happen? They will fail to recognize him when he comes. All of that makes perfect sense. All of it is real and true. If you are expecting someone, you prepare yourself for them. If you know what they're going to do, you wait in great expectation for that one to come and do the things in the Bible that it says he will do. And when he comes and do those things and presents those things, you immediately recognize him. And you say, wow, he has come. This is the promised one. But if you are unlearned with regard to the promised one, you can hear him when he comes. You could hear him speak. You could see his works, but fail to recognize him for who he is. What has happened? The promised one has come. The promised one has done the things 
the Bible says the promised one will do when he comes. Now, let me read these things here, and you'll see what I mean and where I'm going. John 1, remember the promise of one to come, the thing, uh, the Bible speaks of the things he will do when he comes, and it says that the people are to receive him when he comes. Now, so you have John chapter 1, verse 11. And all of these things have to do with the book. So you have the book, you have the learned, you have the unlearned, and you have the promised one. Okay, John 1 verse 11 says, he came. The promised one has come, people. The promised one is here. So John says, he came unto his own. I'm here, black people. I've been telling you for a long time that I am here. I've been presenting to you my works and giving to you, giving you the scriptures, backing up my work, supporting my work and my uh, declarations and all. Okay, the promised one has come. He came unto his own, and look here. This statement says, and his own receive him not. Why are not black people receiving the man, Tommy L. Hart, I'm going to spell this out, the man, Tommy L. Hart, based on his works and based on what the Bible says about the promised one, the one to come, and having his works laid out in the Bible, and the man comes, he performs those things, and give and presents those things to the people and says, look here, look here. The promised one is here. I'm here. My works testify that I am the promised one. They testify to that. Okay, but he has come into his own, and his own has re- uh, have, have received him not. Let me read word for word. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. They were unlearned. They were not prepared. They were unlearned. But yet they go to church, they go to Bible school, Bible study, whatever they call it, and they have all these meetings and pastor anniversaries, anniversaries, choir anniversaries, deacon anniversaries, deaconess anniversaries, I mean, just anniversary after anniversary after anniversary. Having a good time. The preacher making money. The preacher lying to the people. And the people paying the preacher for lying. That's what it boils down to, people. This is a breakdown of what's going on. But I must get to reading. So let me tighten up here. Okay, then there's another statement. that the, the John chapter 1 verse 11 speaks about the unlearned. But Luke chapter 8, verse 40 says this, something something that is opposite to what is written in John 1, verse 11. Luke 8, 40 says, the people gladly received him. Wow. Have the people gladly received me? Have my people, black people, the Israelites, the Hebrews, have they gladly received me based on my works? And based on what the Bible says about me, yes, the Bible talks about the one who will do the works. Because it's the promised one who the Bible says will do the works. Tommy L. Hart has done the works that the Bible says the promised one, the Lord God, will do when he comes. And anybody can go to Lawmaster Archives and check the knowledge that is in Lawmaster Archives against what the Bible says. They can compare the two. My reasoning, my my my, my uh declarations, uh my evidence for the for the declarations. 
All of that can be checked out, people. But are my people so lazy that they will hear me and not even consider my speech or my evidence at all? Is that what a learned people will do or what unlearned people will do and do? So Luke 8 verse 40 says the people gladly received him. And watch, watch this part right here. They were all waiting for him. That's the characteristic of an informed people, a, a learned people. Whereas John one eleven, the statement that I read, is, uh, speaks about an unlearned people. Which group are you in, people? John, the John one eleven group or the Luke 8.40 group. Now, you may not have learned prior to my coming of the promised one and the works that he will do, but you could, you could have learned that from me, as I said. All of my information, for the most part, is in Lawmaster Archives. Of course, there's some on Twitter. But the bulk of my information and the most important of my information is in Lawmaster Archives. If you want to know what the Lord God teaches, the promised one who has come with evidence, now you keep that in your mind. I have the evidence. Don't just say that man says he's the Lord Lord God, the one the Bible promises to come. Don't just say that. Say, speak about my evidence. Speak about my evidence. This is evidence-based. This is serious because it's not right, it's not good that the Gentiles have given you information in order to counter what I do or what the Lord God will do when he comes. That's why you have that false faith, to counter the promised ones, the promised one when he comes and puts out his information. Now, you can be you can be wise, you can become uh knowledgeable of Bible content through my and through and by my information. That's what a wise person will do. And let me wrap this up. Which group are you in? John 1, 11 group or Luke 8, 40 group? You don't have to remain ignorant. You don't have to remain unlearned. Lawmaster Archives is there for you. You want to become learned in Bible matter? And you should because it speaks about you, black people. It speaks in great detail of you, black people, Israelites, Hebrews. It speaks about you. The matter, the King James matter, is about you. It is also about your capitals. You should want to know the truth of the matter. Now you can know the truth of the King James Bible matter simply by studying the information that is in Lawmaster Archives. All the work is done. All of that in Lawmaster Archives is evidential material. It is evidential material that shows that the one who put out that information is the promised one as promised by King James Bible. Okay? Which group are you in? Which group do you desire to be in? The only way you can desire to be in is is the uh, second group, the Luke 840 group, who uh, gladly received the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. That's his main people. 
like I said, the evidence is in the Lawmaster Archives. If you are not willing enough and smart enough to go to the Lawmaster Archives and check out, take your time and check out my information, then I don't know what, what good I can say about you. And keep this in mind. The Gentiles have not given you any proof or evidence that Jesus, the fictitious character, died for your sins. They have just told you that. And just because they put put things in a book, a religious book or whatever, doesn't mean it's true. Okay? You've been lied to, my people. You're in a state of deception, and I'm seeking to draw you out of that state of deception. Okay? Now, I've got to read. Remember, Isaiah uh, 29, verses 12 through 13, speak about the book. It speaks about the unlearned. It speaks about the learned. And all of that has to do with the one that was promised to come, who has come, who is here at this very time, talking to you, appealing to you, saying, get knowledge. Get wisdom. Get understanding of the book. Get the truth of the matter. Yes, that information in Lawmaster Archives is not just going to pop in your head or drop in your head. You you have got to deal with it. And it, let me just stop it right there. Okay, Proverbs one five: A wise man or person will hear and will increase learning. Daniel chapter 1, verse 4 says, teach the learning. I have increased learning. I am teaching that increasement. I have, uh, I have increased learning, and I, I am teaching that learning, okay? Uh, and Daniel 12, verse 4 says, and knowledge shall be increased. That has come to pass through the Lord God, the promised one, whose name is found to be Tommy L. Hart. I'm telling you what the Bible says about me, just as I've told you things the Bible says about you. Okay? Lawmaster Archives is there for your good, it's there for your knowledge, it's there for your learning. Take advantage of it. Follow me on Twitter. Now, let me get to some reading. Okay, let me get to some reading. I didn't want to take that much time on that, but it happened. So it happened. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to start at, uh, I'm reading from the Prodigy, number eight, parts, ABCs of Bible Rhyme. I will begin with exhibit, uh, exhibit number 60. Uh most of the most of these exhibitions have uh, uh or exhibits that is have an A, a B, and a C. Uh, every now and then you run up on a D, which is the exception. Okay. Number uh number sixty and A. Okay. And everything that creeps upon the earth, all of these statements have their Bible references, okay? A and everything that creepeth upon the earth. B as a child that is weaned of his mother, we're looking for the rhyme. What word in B rhymes with a word in A? As a child that is weaned. Okay, here we go. Uh, because I was looking at child, creepers, that's not it. Here's that, that's not it. But the word weaned, in B rhymes with the word thing in A. Now, let's go to C. But in order to do C, we must first read A again because we want to see what word in C rhymes with what word in A. A, and everything that creepeth upon the earth. C, and seeketh wool and flax. 
wool and flax seeketh creepeth. Mm, that's it. There we go. The word in C seeketh rhymes with the word creepeth in A. All right. You may have heard that as I read it. Number 61, Exhibit 61. A. A says, let us make man in our image. B. I will let down the net. Now, there's a rhyme in B. I will let down the net, let and net, but we're not looking for that. We are looking for a word in B that rhymes with a word in A and not two words that are rhyming in any one uh, category, any one uh, part, such as an A, a B, or a C. We're looking for a word in B that rhymes with a word in A. I will let you let down the net. And you can't rhyme a word with a word, okay? Like let is in both A and B, but you can't rhyme a word with a word. Okay, let us make man in our image. I will let down the net. Uh, will, will, let, uh, let is, is out. Down, down the net. Us. Okay, I see it. Okay, it took me a little time there. The word net in B rhymes with the word let in A. C, but I must read A first. Let C, uh, A says, let us make man in our image. C says, shake off the dust of your feet. What word in C rhymes with the word, rhymes with the word in A? Shake off the dust of your feet. 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 I don't see anything in A. Your, your, our, no, nothing in A for your. Dust, dust, nothing in A to rhyme with dust. Off. Wait a minute here. I see shake. Shake in C. Rhymes with the word make in A. You know this can be played as a game, don't you? Yes, it can. It can be played as a game. Okay. Now, item or exhibit 62. A, let us make man in our image. B, and if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, wow, if any man, if any man shall take away, shall take, okay, I see take in B rhymes with make in A. Did I just say that? But anyway, I just said it again if I did. Take in B rhymes with make in A. Now we have C. Um, but I must read A first. A, let us make man in our image. C, cast the net on the right side of the ship. Right, right. Is there anything in A that rhymes with right? What about side or ship? Anything rhyming with ship in A? Let's see. We have cast, nothing in A. Net, net, uh, net, yes. Net, what do I see? I see that the word net in C rhymes with the word let in A. Hmm. Okay. All right. Very similar to uh, uh, Exhibit uh, 61. Okay. Exhibit 63, A. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. 
let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And B, she brought forth butter in a lordly dish. She brought forth butter in a lordly dish. Dish. Okay, I see. In answer to the question, what do I see? Or what do you see? I see the word dish in B rhymes with the word fish in A. Now for, for C, I go to A again. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. C says, I am according to thy wish. 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 Okay. I see that the word wish in C rhymes with the word fish in A. Okay. Let's see here. Wish in C rhymes with fish in A. Notice the last three letters of both of those words. I-S-H for wish and the last three letters of fish, I-S-H. Wish and fish rhyme. Okay. Exhibit 64. A. So God created man in his own image. B. But their land await was known of soil. What do we have in B that rhymes with something in A? But, but, nothing in A. There, there, nothing. Land, await, await, was known. Known, own. Okay, I see the word known in B rhymes with own in A. Notice the last three letters of the word known. They are O-W-N. And own is spelled O-W-N. Own in B is a rhyme for own. I mean, known in B is a rhyme for own in A. But there's also await and created. Uh, await in B rhymes with created in A. Yes, those are rhymes. Wait, eight. Eight is the middle middle syllable in created. Okay? So we have await in B and we have created in A. Exhibit 65, male and, free, male and female created he them. B, we spend our years as a tale that is told. I heard two things, I think, there. Uh, did you hear anything? Hmm, okay, let's see here. I see spin in B rhymes with them in A, but I also see that tail in B rhymes with male in A, and tail in B also rhymes with female in B in A. Let me say that again. Tail in tail in B rhymes with the word male in A. Tail in B also rhymes with the word female in A. Now for C, but I return to A first. A, male and female created he them. C, meaning to sail by the coast of of Asia. Meaning to sail by the coast of Asia. C, male and female created he them. A, meaning, meaning, no, nothing to sail, male. There we have. We have sail in C is the rhyme for male and female in A. Okay, in uh, Asia, that's all I see there in, uh, in 65. Now, uh, 66, A, and replenish the earth. B, 
neither shall ye diminish aught from it. Well, I I, I know I heard, uh, somebody heard that one. Okay, so I'll go straight to it. The word diminish in B is the rhyme for replenish in A. Now for item C, let's go to A first. A, and replenish the earth. C, and many shall rejoice at his birth. I think I heard two as I read those. Keep in mind, I don't have mine underlined, okay? It's as though I'm reading it for the first time, okay? Now, so A again, and replenish the earth, C, uh, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Let's see the word many, many, plenish. Okay, the word many in C is a rhyme for replenish in A. And also in C, we have the word birth, uh, which is the rhyme for the word earth in A. So in some of these, you're going to have two sets of rhymes. As in this one again, and this is not the first one in this reading. You have birth and earth, and you have many and replenish. Isn't that something? Okay, and I, I think I, I better close off before I'm cut off. So let's stop there. I've gone a good while. But let's stop there, okay? Oh, the, my books can be ordered from Amazon.com. Kindle books through Kindle Bookstore, Amazon.com. You can put in the search, Plato slash heart. Also, make sure you get the prodigy number eight, hearts, ABCs of Bible rhyme. Make sure to do that. And, okay, do that. Do that. Go to, go to Amazon.com right now and uh, order the set or order one or more books from, from the series. The series is titled The Prodigy, okay? Tommy Hart, all right? Plato slash Hart are all books by Tommy L. Hart, okay? Yeah, do that now. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Always make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. That information is so important, so important, people. My people, it is for your good. Join me next time.